Hi there, this is Natalie. And this is Brandon. And today we're going to talk about... Heuristic. Well, I have a question about this. When a girl walks in with an itty-bitty waist and a round thing in your face, do you get surprised? That's not how it goes. <laughs> no, it's not. God damn it. I also put a whole different... I know. <laughs> Great. Bird walking. You are tuned into the Bird Walking Podcast. Only this show is not about birds. Bird walking is when a conversation flows easily from one topic to another. And your hosts, Natalie and Brandon, discuss topics ranging from Seattle, everyday life, current events, and many more. So let's begin. Bird walking. Pigeonholing, categorize them, yep, put them into a certain category. Yeah. Pigeonholing, categorize them, yep, like put them into a certain category. Yeah. Pigeonholing, categorize them, yep, like put them into a certain category. Yeah. So, Natalie, we're, you're at work and you go outside for some fresh air, and there's a lady walking on the other side of the sidewalk um, who looks like she's probably seven feet tall. And she's got a weird hat on and a dress that's way too short and, like, shoes that look like they're making her walk like a antelope or something. What What do you, uh, what's the first thing you think? Um, that I'm old. No, no, sorry. The first thing I think is, what the hell are you wearing? And then I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's okay. She can wear whatever she wants. Uh, and you're really old, me, because um, I can't wear something like that again. Uh, and then I... Could you ever? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> wait, wait. I didn't mean to stop the conversation. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Anyway, and then I would invariably go, why are you so judgmental? Why do you always have to pick out these things? I think you do it because it's human nature. It absolutely is. Yeah, I, uh, and I felt better when I learned that. <laughs> yeah. Right. And so um, our topic uh, in, a, in a vague way to, for this one is going to be heuristics. Um, and um, I don't have an actual uh, definition of that. Our producer might be able to provide that. But basically, what, what I understand of it, what I learned in high school, is that it's kind of like the pigeonholing of people and things. When you, when you meet somebody new, the first thing that our brain needs to do is categorize them yep. and put them into a certain it. category. Yeah. Heuristics is a problem-solving method that uses shortcuts to p- produce good enough solutions given a limited time frame or deadline. Heuristics are a flexibility technique for quick decisions, particularly when working with complex data. Decision- decisions made using a heuristic approach may not necessarily be optimal. And what I gathered from doing a little research on it was that um, it's sort of like you take a bunch of data it's sort of it's similar to the scientific method, although it's like a guess uh, when you're yeah, figuring out. Yeah, yeah, and you just sort of make a a, a deduce based on analytics and a couple other factors, and then say, okay, this is a this is what we're going to go with. We're going to go this direction with it and see how it goes. Yeah. Sure. So in that so in the real world, what I I just always find it very very fascinating um, things around social status around. Um, class, around race, around uh, sex, all this kind of stuff, it comes from that original thing, and, and I feel like it's how you react to it, but we, you know, we do it naturally. And why, why do we do it? What is the original thing? It all comes down to one thing. What's that? Survival. Right. Because, you know, all animals do this. 
Because so you, you yeah. automatically have to deduce whether or not this is a threat to you, yeah. and or it's a friend or an enemy. Yeah, and we still do that. We you know we tend to, um, particularly in our society, we tend to reduce. Uh, sorry, remove ourselves, or you know push ourselves away from that kind of mode. But we yeah we do it constantly. It's it, to the worst part of our of our psyche where it's like oh those people I don't want those people in my neighborhood. There's that. Yeah. Uh, or we just assess threats of. Um, should I should I leave the situation because this person is intimidating just just by quickly looking at them and you know yeah then we'll we're gonna get into but then there's more even the competition you like so you yeah, make it work right? and someone walks in and automatically you assess them because maybe they're competition maybe maybe he looks like he's well dressed and maybe he's mm-hmm. come to prepare to really rock it and you're like uh, I don't really want to do that today then you kind of so you automatically judge whether or not they they you know if they're gonna be competition or they could be a friend of yours if they look like they're so Similarly dressed, you might be like, "All right, cool. I've got an ally now that just joined the team. This is oh, great." That's the, or the, you know, <laughs> or the other where you're, you're, you're like, "I really like their look, and it is not appropriate for here at all." Like it's the way, and it's so funny because there's such a pushback against judging people for the way they look and how they present themselves. Although, let me back up a minute. There should be pushback about how people naturally look. That's there's nothing you can do about that. Right. You know, yeah, right. yeah. But if but there, it, to pretend that we are not every day assessed for how we present ourselves is ridiculous. We absolutely are. And we, I don't care what you people say. Some of you, maybe you don't actually judge people for the way they dress, but the vast majority of us do. And not in a bad no, way. Well, no, I see. I, no, my, my point is, I think, I feel like the whole thing of heuristics, which is so cool mm-hmm. is that you not regardless of what you say or not you do judge that person yes. you have automatically made categories for that person this person is rich this person mm-hmm. is black this person is white the, you know this is this is male or female you kind of out, have to do these automatically it's what you do next no yeah That's you were 100 percent correct yeah but there are kind of the whole um I don't see color, right? <laughs> finally, finally, people of color is like, so now you've erased me. Thank you. Finally, they're pushing back and saying right. that's stupid. Right. I thought that was dumb forever. I was like, so I don't believe you because of what you just said. One, how can you not see color? But right. it's what you do next. It's that I don't, I don't, um, I don't treat that person differently based on their color. It's that's, that's exact. But I guarantee everyone that's listening to this has looked at somebody and said, oh, they're this. Oh, yeah, or oh. and I've got now. Yeah. So I'm going to put my um, my warning signals up. I'm going to I'm going to defend myself. I'm going to put some walls up until I figure out who this person. is. Oh yeah, you know this is you're bringing up something that I want to kind of throw in there about. Um, recently, I had a guy that was coming to my door to buy my Lincoln Town Car, and uh, I don't know him. You know, and it, based on looks, if I judged him by his looks, I wouldn't have. I may not have. Uh, you know, wanted to talk with him or anything. But I decided, and I do this all the time, where I just, I'm not going to judge somebody by the way. Look, I have a friend who is gigantic and has a ton of tattoos and looks like he's going to kill you in your sleep, right? The right. The sweetest people in the world. So I, I, I try to not make those judgments, even though I, we all do it. We just, we, you know, I'm, yeah. I see you, you, this guy looks like he's going to kill me, but he might be the nicest guy on the whole world. So I'm not going to make that judgment until I go and talk to him, even though I've, I have made a judgment. I've made a judgment because I've obviously said, this guy looks a little dangerous. Well, I'm going to go ahead and ignore that and 
I won't know until if he's dangerous until I actually go and talk to them and find out. So, but it, but it feeds it feeds all of our lives, and, and it's even uh, more present. I feel like today than ever. Like, so a good example that someone uh, they were talking about online that that I totally relate to is that if you're it's it's nighttime or even dusk or whatever, and you you're a male and you're just walking along and you kind of come up, you see there's a woman walking in front of you situation gets pretty uncomfortable right away because you know that she is wondering who the hell you are just because our current culture right now has kind of painted a lot of broad strokes around Mm -hmm. a man and a woman alone at night and who's going to be the aggressor or or if there's going to be an aggressor who's going to talk to each other and it becomes a real burden on on the man these days to kind of come across this situation to figure out what to do to make yourself as as least threatening as possible um, and I think that all kind of is in the same topic is that, you know, because you know that she's so you're trying your best to to, um, you know, express yeah, something. To, to, you know, I do it all the time. I'm, you know, yeah. I'm black and I'm a man. So now I got I got I got I'm double. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Walk up to somebody or like so I'll, I'll go walking in my neighborhood and the, the, it's, you know, very, very, very diverse. And I'll come. So once in a while, there'd be like a couple of young girls or a couple of uh, young girls in hijabs even and stuff. And I purposely will look down and, and, and not even be in their world when I walk by them because I just know yeah. that there's a lot of kind of stress and a lot of energy around that that potential relationship that I just no, like, look. I'm going to make sure that... You should just yeah. walk up to them, grab their hand, like, how you doing? <laughs> 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 slap them on the back. Go on. Um, I think, uh, I'm trying to think of, you know, when I'm in those situations, you know, as the, as the, the woman... Um, and it's usually the guys who just say hi and just keep moving on. Like, if, if you do happen to make eye contact and they acknowledge it, nod, and then obviously keep moving. But um, it, is a, it is a thing, and hopefully we can... Yeah, tell me, oh, tell, real quick, tell me an example of what would be good or bad, negative or positive in that, that encounter. Too much conversation is going to completely wig them out. That's all. I mean, so just saying evening, you know, like... Yeah, or not, or something. Not, or, yeah. or hi, or just, yeah, nice night or whatever, and then that's it. Don't keep talking to them because um, they're going to, yeah, it's, it's going to start to worry them. Like, what does this person want from me? Um, what works because, if he's coming up behind you or walking sort of in the same, he's kind of going the same direction. Would it it'd be better if he kind of pulled back or kind of overtook you or? Me, they're going to overtake you. Or, yeah, <laughs> that's kind of true. Just, but no, um, it's uh, make noise, you know, make yourself known and then seem like you're in your yeah your own world kind of like you said like maybe you're on the phone or yeah yeah that kind of thing i'm just trying to and and, you know i may not have the right answer here at all but i'm just trying to think what makes me more comfortable Um, i've definitely done that thing where i I will come up behind somebody i know they they're they're in their own world and i'll start shuffling really yeah right yeah like oh and which is funny because i drive an electric car right now and i i don't you take it for granted but it doesn't make any noise and there's been so many times and kind of people kind of wandered off the sidewalk and they're partly in the street and i'm like Hello, right behind you. I just like they didn't hear a thing. That's off the topic. Bird walking. You are tuned into the Bird Walking Podcast. Oh, uh, something I, th- I thought was interesting. The key takeaways, because this is Investopedia regarding heuristics, and I one of the third uh, bullet points under the key takeaways says, uh, heuristics can lead to poor decision-making based on a limited data set, but the speed of decisions can sometimes make up for the disadvantages. 
Right. Again, so that's what you. It's what you do about the information. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, so everyone has uh, preconceived notions about somebody, but it's immediately how you kind of put it back. And sometimes if they're correct, so the guy may have come to your door, and you're like, I'm going to give him a chance, and then real quickly gives There's you some signs <laughs> that you really should have just closed the door again. You know, or like like the guy like, or is that you see people on the bus and like the, you're they're all fine, and then once they start talking, you're like, oh. Okay. I've yeah. made a terrible mistake. <laughs> like, what have my, I favorite, done? my favorite current jokes is like, dear meth guy on the bus, everyone can tell. I'm like, sorry, here's my stop. The bus is still moving. Yeah. <laughs> you just jump out. Yeah, totally. I gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why nobody talks to you there, and that's why it comes back to the Seattle freeze, right? Well, did I say there was a thing, they had done a survey recently, it wasn't just Seattle, but it was, I think, the greater Northwest area or whatever, and they think there's a high number of people who just don't want to talk to anybody. I was like, okay. It isn't just us. Right. I mean, I know, but it was really funny that they were just like, I was like, well, I'm not that bad. Jeez. I'm like, I'll talk to people in the store. I still hold it. For me, it's just because I want to give people their own space to be themselves and do whatever and not have me interrupting. But that's. And it's a, it is a city thing too. When you're like on the bus and you're piled up on top of each other, you just want to ignore them. I had, sorry, I just, I did a weird face at Brandon because. About a month ago, I'm sitting on one of the bench seats on the bus, and this couple sits down, and the woman looks at me. Look, I take up a little more than one seat, okay? I do. My butt just goes over the little line, okay? But she, at one point, said, can you move over more? And I'm like, oh, we, we don't ask that question of anybody. And I said, no, because first of all, I couldn't. But what it was just floored. Like, But I could tell by everything else, goes back to what we are talking about, everything else she was doing, that she probably is pissed off at least one person a day her entire life. That right, was very and that's obvious. just kind of who she is yeah. and what, what she does. <laughs> what is that dance? <laughs> <laughs> that's what she was doing. She was moving around a whole bunch, so, so I showed Brandon that. And then, so right before we kind of started started taping, it, it occurred to me that, um, and I I'm not I have no technical knowledge on this whatsoever, but it's my understanding what's happened with uh, um, the new uh, with uh, the sort of the Amazon Echo and the, all the speech technology that has come out is is due to the study of heuristics in that. Um, it's fascinating. They didn't figure out a way to like record every single word that a human being could possibly do it, and then they put it to a sentence and, and make Alexa understand it or, or Katana or whatever. It's that they're using heuristics that the computer puts in these categories and then says it's probably they probably said this, so I'm going to respond like that and then see how it works. And then they use feedback, positive or negative, to see if that was true. Rojas would. Oh, and it's, yeah. <laughs> digital technology, understanding heuristics, digital technology has disrupted all industries, including finance, retail, media, <laughs> and transportation. Suddenly, once typically typical daily activities have become outdated, checks are deposited to bank accounts without visiting a local branch. Uh, products and services are purchased online, and takeout food is delivered by food service delivery apps. Technology is creating data, which is increasingly shared across multiple industries and sectors, and professional, and a professional in any industry may find themselves working with mounds of complex data to solve problems. Heuristic methods can help with data complexity given limited time and resources. Yeah, big data is kind of changing everything about our world. So it's Wally and Idiocracy are the two... <laughs> prophecy movies right i just think it was, sad. It, was, it was the food delivery thing that i was like don't me wrong when you don't feel good it's an awesome thing but um you know what i keep thinking of with heuristics and it's totally it has nothing to do with tech because i keep thinking of like sees like for instance babies man baby sees other baby like same age and it's like oh baby yeah you're, you're like me you know right and we all do that too like i think it's funny that 
myself and one of the cashiers at Safeway and this other woman were all joking around about being older. Because you immediately, we all know that we have similar life experiences. Right. Like immediately, you know, the baby probably isn't making that connection. Oh, you are also not potty trained. I wonder <laughs> if the I wonder if the opposite is true, where we, especially in a more of an urban setting where there's a lot of people around, that we automatically just make people disappear. That we automatically, unconsciously decided weren't part of our category or part of our tribe yes. and we just mm-hmm. all the people in 7-Eleven that are there when you walk in they're like nope 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 they're, they're you acknowledge that there's people in the room but you don't even because you don't you know and it's not a matter of like um seeing someone who you find attractive and then you're like now you're going to connect with them is like literally but like there's another middle-aged guy here with a beard maybe he has the same life you know Experience Whereas I'm going to totally can, ignore can that guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, because I have nothing. Yeah. Yeah, or like being a gay man, I, I I think I probably ignore a ton of women in the room where, you know, cis straight would see them, and I it didn't even occur to me to right. look because. Yeah. <laughs> and then, but then, but they're still there, obviously, because like for instance, maybe um, the bus driver slams on the brake and somebody grabs someone standing up. You know, like who they were. You absolutely have to ignore the people standing up with their butt in your face, right? Yeah. You cannot ignore. <laughs> right, but, exactly. But then suddenly, but they're if you're there like, you like they're gonna fall, someone I've seen it more than once. I've almost done it where I almost put my hand out for a woman because she, sorry, she was just bouncing all over the place in the back of the bus because because <laughs> oh, it's, it's bouncy back there. She's like, oh god. <laughs> like, but um, so I almost like grabbed her at one point. But so it's still that. Um, so we see them. It's like that. Um, uh, I can't think of the right thing, but these, you know, these uh, these uh, sudden impulses jump out, even though we have to. Um... I kind of like th- I like that theme a little bit, taking the same idea where you like you judge you judge this person that you were raised to think is probably the um, other the other, and so that's the first thing you think, but then you reach out mentally and think I'm gonna no I'm gonna I'm gonna try my best to keep a blank slate and let them tell me their story and we'll kind of figure that out, and then add to what you just said. In a pinch, or when when push comes to shove, all of that categorization that we just did that person is going to go away, and they're just going to be a, a fellow human that needs help, or that we need. We're in this together. We're going to work together on it. It wouldn't matter where they came from or whatever. You would automatically right. Like so, a game I play all the time um, in the elevator is think if th- if this elevator broke down right now, <laughs> what kind of really like story would like what movie would this mine make? is like, uh mine is, uh, so like if i sit near the front of the bus it's uh me and all the people the bench seats you know so it's like speed right so like I suddenly just, like... i was just about to say like these survival scenarios that we make up i was just about to say that when you started talking about yours so it's different but it's the same kind of thing like um you know then i you have to exist with these people and by and large those people that i'm referring to definitely not the same background they're usually um you know, people of color, uh, a lot of them are immigrants and so forth. So it's, that's a really interesting game to play. Right. Um, and then yours, <laughs> your scenario, like at work is interesting because then you'd have like, you know, like clumps of um, tech guys from China, <laughs> you know, like, you know, phone's not working. So they're like, what the hell's going on? Or the, and, or, it's been 10 minutes and they just finally now look up for their yes, phone. Yeah, and, like, that's the, actually you know, just something in the environment has changed. <laughs> like I see those guys all the time. Yeah. No, but actually that, uh, mine will only be different because the, the, um, the, Social part or the economic part of it will be similar, but all the background and all the different the races and the and the mm-hmm. and the uh, nationwide will be completely different because our companies yeah, they're, are diverse. They're, how they got to be in that elevator is very different. But there's yeah. several stories that really fascinate me. Uh, from like so uh, back when I was a kid, there was this really great author named William Slater who was uh, specializes in um, young adult science fiction, and he and it really kind of changed my life as far as a as far as a reader goes. One of his books is called The um, the House of Stairs, and it's yeah. this really just sort of weird esoteric story about like these 
teenagers one by one get thrown onto this like land of stairs and there's nothing but landings and stairs and eventually they have to work out a way to do this intricate dance to get food and it's a whole psychological head head thing like but it's pavlovian yeah but yeah. it's a really cool like story about how kind of people from all kinds of different things especially teenagers right in the middle of their you know every, you know they're all focused on themselves have to like work together with these strangers kind of on that it's like thing. the movie the the cube Right, with, yeah. in, a, in the horror genre, but it's the same idea. We're like, who the hell are these people? It, it basically takes the stuck in an elevator thing to the, to yeah, the next absolutely. extreme. So um, anyway, I just think it's a very interesting topic, and it really kind of uh, like um, influences everything we have in our lives. You know, it really does. It, I, I mean, you know, we could stop and think about every single new idea that comes across our plate. But also, like in so many of our jobs and stuff, you have to do that. You know, even if you think about someone who. Um, is a you know works in a production plant or something like that they know immediately that something's wrong with an item coming down the you know the, down the belt or you know that kind of thing and that's all heuristics as well but it's the same sort of thing and we'll probably have to wrap up here because there's a lot more to talk about but um if uh when you're at work you have to instantly when someone gets on the phone you have to instantly read who they are and what what will work for them as far as um to responding to them and some there's a new term out there you know code switching is what like mm -hmm. they're calling it yeah but yeah. like that's it's the same idea where you automatically they so there's this she's blonde and she's bubbly so she's gonna like this but maybe she's not you realize she's very serious and knows exactly what she's doing and you automatically have you change your speech to to, to converse with that person is same sort of thing it's exactly the same topic so, bird walking Thank <laughs> you.